everyone and welcome to Cute Hadil Talk Show. I'm your host Hadil and today in our fourth episode for this season two, we're going to talk about how to become a fashion stylist, five essential tips all fashion stylists need to succeed. Basically, anything under creativity, careers, you would find me there digging, reading, searching and do all that matter. Um, so last week I actually uh, attended a, uh, an Instagram live uh, with an, a Kuwaiti stylist. She speak about, you know, every aspect of being fashion stylist. And I really loved her so much and all the things and information she gave us. So that's why I'm thinking about that. This episode, for the fourth episode, it will be talking about fashion stylist and all the matter about it. And I have a person who I really admire when it comes to a fashion uh, stylist or a fashion editor. Uh, And I'm not gonna tell her name because in the end I will speak about her. Or maybe I will have an episode talking about her because she is like my icon when it comes to a fashion and magazines and all. Maybe now you would know her. However, actors, musicians, politicians, and business executives often show up to work looking exceptional sharp, but many of them have a secret their wardrobe was complete by a professional fashion stylist. If you think you have the kind of eye that can make other people look great, then the career of fashion stylist may be fit for you. So, do you have that eye? I think everybody actually, but with a different kind of taste and so. So the first thing we're going to talk about is what is the fashion stylist? Uh, Fashion stylist is a professional who uh, coordinates all the aspects of person's visions authentic to make them look as fashionable and appealing as possible. Fashion stylist may be employed in a wild area of industries and they may work with clients who are quite famous or who simply want to look their best. Simple stylists are fas- uh, famous. Um, some stylists are famous in their own right. Celebrity stylists often work with Hollywood uh, listers, musicians, and high-profile, high-profile clients. What does fashion stylists do? That's the most important thing. We need to know about. If I want to be a fashion stylist, I need to know what is my work description. And, you know, because some work, they have similarities, but still they have a different you know, uh, title. A fashion stylist job description is a wild ranging, some of the typical tasks they will encounter include. Okay, first, attending runaway shows, branch uh, showrooms, uh, a visual fashion industry events to keep a pure um, uprise of the latest trends and styles. Searching the fashion of previous era like Virtu magazines, movies, or an old lookbook to design a period appropriate, authentic. Um, sourcing clothing from a worldwide area of a brand and manufacturers. Consulting models 
photographers, hairstylists, makeup artists, customer designers, brand creative directors, and art directors, magazine editors, and film and TV directors. Working with the public figures to craft a personal vision authentic, this may include personal, uh, personal shopping and serving in the role of personal stylist. Assisting clothing buyers for a major relative chain. So that's basically what the fashion stylist job description and all the tasks they have to do or they have to know about their job. Where do fashion stylists work? That's the most important now. Fashion stylists can be found working in all of the following contexts. Basically, they work in on a professional uh, photo shoots, on the set of a print advertisements and televised commercial, on a set of music video, on a political campaign, maintaining the conduct's appearance in a TV newsroom, consulting sport team on uniforms, uh, uniforms, uh, advising customer designer, uh, preparing for a movie or television show. In this role, they are often known as the wardrobe stylist, developing personal style for a current or aspiring public figure. So, these are the jobs where the uh, stylists can be work, like an actual actual work, you know, area. But fashion stylists can be more than that, basically. Now, the key for this episode is to know the five essential tips to succeed as a fashion stylist. I want to be a very famous fashion stylist and work with high-profile clients, music, a musician, um, celebrities, news. Uh, paper uh, people who's working over there and professional fashion style uh, is hard work as a stylist you must develop uh, let's say five aspects so let's see these five aspects first one develop a strong network skills that's the first things the basic you need to build your own client pace so the client will be reach you, ask your advice, uh, your tips. Maybe they hire you to be their own fashion stylist. As a stylist, you must develop a client-based network with the designers and industry professionals and attending a numerous industry events. If you fail behind, that can be hard to catch up. Fashion is notable cutthroat industry. So work hard for the first tip. Second tip, develop a close personal and professional relationship. Basically, if you build your own network, you need to build your own your relationship to communicate with people. A personal relationship are essential to attending a new style client. While some fashion stylists may gain noticeable um, like because a client appeared on a red carpet or in uh, promote uh, fashion magazines, most business will come from friends and colleagues of existing clients. Don't be shy. The third aspect: don't be shy if you want to be a you know fashion stylist, a famous one. Don't be shy. To succeed, you can't 
shy, away from a little self-promotion, try to get invited to a parties or lunches, and don't hesitate to ask your successful monitors to refers as you build your own business. Fourth, experience is more important than a diploma. Basically, if you want to do something, we says, oh, that's not my major, I didn't study that, and so and so, but most of the work and my face my famous phrase my famous phrase that i keep saying i don't know if that you know maybe i took it somewhere but i don't remember that i always say my certificate is not the one that determining me i am the one who determining myself my career and so so experience is more important than a diploma in terms of education some fashion stylists um Pose a bachelor degree or even a master's degree, but when interviewing to be someone's personal stylist, the topic of college may never come up. Years of experience in the industry will open more doors than a particular diploma. So work on your experience. Try to to have knowledge about the work that you wanted or the career that you dream about it, and fly. The last step is stay up to date. If you are passionate about authentics, up to date on fashion trends, confident in your sense of style, have a strong communication skills and are willing to put in long hours of occasional thankless work and career as a fashion stylist may be ideal for you. So these are the five essential um, tips to succeed as a famous fashion stylist in future what is the differences between a fashion editor and a fashion stylist sometimes people they don't have they don't know about the differences between being a fashion editor and being a, you know a stylist so these uh, terms can be interchangeable but that isn't always the case take for example the different roles of fashion editor and the stylist in photo shoot a fashion editor is responsible for the look and the mode of the shoot. They are the ones who choose the photographer, the clothing, the location, and the models. But for the stylist, will also sometimes do all of this, but the term can also refer to someone who is choosing the clothing for shoot or a public appearance. Want to become a magazine editor? That is my dream, basically. Being, I would love to be, like, I wish that I studied journalist, but uh, for some reason I couldn't. That major wasn't uh, available on the college that I attend. So I shifted to an English literature, but it's fine. I will work all my, you know, all the best to be an editor one day and for a magazine basically uh so i'm going to talk about anna winters uh she is my idol as a magazine editor she worked uh i think since uh 1988 as a magazine editor for particular magazines however i want to speak about her you know in an episode talking about her because um I really like everything she does. So for this episode, these are basically uh, 
the things I really know about being a fashion uh, stylist. Uh, we know what is the fashion stylist is. We know the uh, our you know the fashion stylist description, job description. Uh, we speak about where the fashion stylists work, as well as the five tips to succeed as a fashion stylist, which is the very important tip for anyone who really wants to be a fashion stylist in future as a career, as well as what is the difference between a fashion editor and a fashion stylist. And I hope you enjoyed this shorty shorty episode. And thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cutie Hadil Talk Show. I'm your host, Hadil, and today is our the sixth episode of season two, where we're talking about the life-changing magic of tidying up by Mary Condom. I didn't read the book. I had scan it faster. I read the outline, uh, the summary of it, and then I was like, "This is the book where I really wanted in my life." And it talks about how you can organize your life, organize your home. It's something. relating to organization and I am a person who really likes to be everything tidy up organized basically lovely really organized people are not born organized they have to clutter healthy habits which then help them to stay organized so Even if you think you are a very disorganized person, you can learn to be organized from planning things, jotting things down, to touching the unnecessary and organizing things that matter. You will become an organized person as long as you are willing to learn and practice. And here are the essential habits on how to organize your life. So basically, we're going to speak about how to organize our life, and they are three steps. Um, the things basically we wanted in our life is to stay organized, to feel happy, and to enjoy our time. So because of this, we're going to learn all the essentials habits to make us. You know, optimistic about the things are around us. Sometimes people really enjoy to have unorganized desk. They feel like they are productive while they see messy papers, pens, and notebooks. Others know that everything's have to be tidy in its place. Then they can feel more creative and so. So first thing is write things down. We all know someone that remembers every birthday and sends cards for every holiday. It is、um, not a magic, and they don't use memorization. Trying to remember things will not help you to stay organized. You should try write things down. Since the first time I start my own podcast, I start you know writing steps, and that makes everything for me easy and. I know what should I do. So sometimes when you write stuff, it really makes it very easy to you and organize, and when you can do it, and so and so. 
opinion some paper is our way to remembering things extremely and it's、uh, much more permanent you can also use you know a powerful digital brain and and other tips and ideas of how you would like to write everything down you can draw something and then write in it and you know map and There are plenty of ideas of writing down. You will only further complex your life by trying to contain important dates and remembrance reminders in your head. Write down everything like shopping list of grocery, holiday gifts, home decor, important dates like meetings and birthdays. Thanks to Facebook reminders when it comes to birthdays. As an experiment, try. Writing down people's names shortly after you meet them, when they are not looking, you, you know, I will bet you remember a lot of more names that way. So write down is the first habit to be organized. Two, make schedules and deadlines. My favorite. Organized people don't waste time. They organize that keep. Being、um, things organized goes hand in hand with staying productive. They make and keep schedules for their day and week. They make deadlines and set goals, and most importantly, they and stuck to them. Similarly, by living a, a cluttered day lifestyle, you will not have the time or space to make your deadlines or achieving. Your goals. As an experiment, again, look at your pocket list or make one.、Uh, write down the things you want to achieve、uh, this year or in your life.、Um, then write down what you need to do to achieve them. Life is short. Make sure you are doing what matters to you most. If you need a little help on that. There's a lot of ways they can help you to, to how to schedule your your life and and also how to write you know submit before deadlines. The third happy is don't procrastinate. The longer you wait to do something, the more difficult it will be to get it done. If you want your life to be less stressful and less Demanding the organize as soon as you can, putting in the offer to get things done as soon as possible will lift the weight off of your from doing it later. As an experiment, think of one thing that you should organize in your life. Start with one thing. Let's say your wardrobe. Write it down. Then write down when you can do it. And what you need to get it done. If you can get it done right now, then go do it. If you want more tips and to stop the portion, you know, procrastination, there's also ways and steps more and details about it.、Uh, number four, give everything home. It is easy to get lost if you don't have a home. Keeping your life organized means keeping your things in their 
proper places. Organized people keep order by storing things, probably, and by labeling storage places. I am the person who really likes to keep things in a place and feel frustrated when everybody move it. Like chairs, for example, the chairs have to be here. Why moved there? And all that matter. I know sometimes that is kind of like a let's say sicky I don't know but I just don't like things moving around it's not without me make easy to across storage uh, places for things you are using all the time um, don't let your storage place um, space get cluttered be creative about finding place for things in addition as big no never label a storage space as you know any other things try to make it clear organized easy to reach and keep the things that you need in your life not everything there's other ways to give away and stuff as an experiment choose one place in your home that you can reorganize if you if there are um, scattered items then group them together once you have stored everything found or make it a home for a similar items label to homes and put them in uh, proper places uh, like a cup holder for your pens and pencil yeah, sorry your uh, pencils should go in an easy accessible place but the rarely used craft materials can be stored out of the site so uh, if you have a storage at your home and you have the big storage boxes and then you add the things that you really need it in your life and the things that you don't want it, you can give it to someone else or sell it or give it away or throw it just keep the things that you wanted necessarily and some of the things that we like to storage it is we want to use it like i might use it next week or maybe later of the day so make it very easy to reach the other things that you maybe use it between time to time it's fine to be storage in a place where you know away of the site number five is declutter regularly i start doing this you know seasonally like uh when it's summer i start decluttering stuff when it winter i start decluttering stuff find time each week to organize highly organized people make sure they found time every week or more to organize their things stuff does not stay organized on its own it needs to be organized reorganized uh continuously and consistently as an experiment look at your schedule fun time to organize then do it um some clothes will you need it uh like i i start wearing the winter clothes for like five winters <laughs> every year then i start like i don't need that things i might give it to someone i might give it to charity i might you know do another things on it recreate something on it redesign it and so and so so make it like a regular to your life to make it very easy keep only what you need that's the most important important a lot of people really like to keep things they don't need they have a problem with giveaway or 
give up on things. More stuff means more clutter. People who live organized lives only keep uh, organized lives only keep what they need and what they really really want. Having fewer things also means that you enjoy those things more and feel better about using everything you own rather than letting half of what you want collect dust. Have ever felt like you don't have the space to keep all of the stuff you own? Everybody have felt that. And instead of you know renting storage until or buying a larger house or get rid of some things as an experiment write down the number of things you think you actually need then write a list of all the things that you own if the number of things you actually own exceeds your ideal need less then it's time to organize knowing where to discard an items do whatever you can to get rid of stuff less stuff means less clutter donate to um uh, thrift uh, thrift stores sell sell it on any apps for selling things like ebay for example take a trip to the recycling center set up a a grass um a garage sale uh, found a place to get rid of your things um, as an experiment choose one space in your home to brood go through you know shelves drawers boxes everything you can found that you can you know you don't need it anymore and put it aside and make a pile of things to maybe keep maybe this is for charity maybe this is for my family and sell and sell stay away from bargains okay that's a new for me you have removed the things you don't need will you replace them with you see something on sale the most answer is yes instead you know instead of bargain shopping without planning ahead write down uh exactly what you need and buy only those items organized people do not give it um in a false advertisement items on a sale will only you know produce more clutter so that's a new for me <laughs> so go to shopping mall with no money just look at all the things on sale that you wish you could buy if you had you know, brought your wallet or your purse. If you found nothing, then good for you. If you made a list, then keep the list somewhere and look at it a month from now. If you still want it, then it's safe to buy. Delegate responsibilities. A really organized life is not overfilled with responsibilities, meetings and deadlines. In fact, it has less because things that create stress have been slowly organized out. As an experiment, look at you, your to-do list or make one, go through the list and find one task that you can remove from your list or give to something, someone else. Now feel the stress of having to do it full away. And lastly, work hard. 
put in a, uh, a little effort actually put it in a lot of effort when it necessarily once you have you know delegated responsibilities and made a schedule then you can organize what you have to do and when you can do it stay organized is not all the breeze it requires that you work hard with it recognizational um, that you when you work harder you can enjoy your clutter free home life later work harder when you feel like giving up today what's more important is to remember what you work for is meaningful to you and this is how you can stay motivated and happy every day and learn how to be like organized and make them like a hobby for you and slowly it will be like you are an organized person and protective one and i hope you enjoy the shorty shorty episode about the book and get the book from all the bookstores or maybe in online i don't know where from online i think amazon but i will get the book from a near bookstores here thank you everyone and welcome to Cutie Hadil Talk Show. I'm your host Hadil and today is our the seventh episode of season two where is something special because we're going to talk about the holy month, the spiritual month in the Islamic religion which is Ramadan which is going to be uh, from now um, two weeks is the the line between us to start Ramadan and fasting. Uh, basically, Ramadan is the month where it's like a holy thing, uh, basically for the Muslims, but as well as there is, there is a lot of routines in this month, especially. It makes everything, you know, lovely, joyful, like, yeah. One nation might can call that in this way. Um, some people found the difficulties. Some others, no, they don't find any difficulties. And difficulties not only you know in fasting the long hours. Like here in Saudi Arabia, we fast 16 to 17 hours, comparing to the West and um, the Asians uh, country, maybe shorter. I have no idea about the timing, but because I am living in Saudi Arabia, we are fasting between 16 hours to 17 hours, which is not a big deal. Uh, most of my life I am fasting. <laughs> um, that's a healthy thing to do. However, in this episode, we're going to talk about the challenge to spirituality in Ramadan. I have write in my blog about uh, spiritual countries to go there and feel the Ramadan month. Uh, there's a particular places I really enjoy having Ramadan over there. The highest one is Jerusalem and Egypt. They have sense of, I have, you know, I don't know how to describe it unless you go to these places and you have the experience about fasting over there. Um, you know, 
respect to the cuisines of Ramadan, you know, Ramadan have a special cuisine rather than the other months of the year. Uh, even in any other, around the world, let's say, uh, especially the Muslim uh, world. Um, also, we're going to talk, you know, about different, you know, you know, routines to do in Ramadan. So it is really amazing months for gathering and be humble, help each other, uh, be a gifting and starting doing, um, basically be nice in every single day of a year. Let's be like this, not only in Ramadan. However, um, through the long summer days, fasting and increasing spirituality in Ramadan is becoming more difficult. It is now the halfway point in Ramadan, the holiest month in the Islamic calendar. The festival uh, commemorates the moment of the Quran was uh, first revealed to Prophet Muhammad for either 29 or 30 days. Islam, Islam is based on um, lunar calendar Muslims around the world uh, absence from food drink smoke and sexual intercourse from down till sunset this is the time we fast from down until sunset 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 what's wrong with me today Ramadan is a spiritual time for Muslims and it is symbolized the compassion reflection and willpower during the month especially attention is given to acts of worship in for uh, from of a prayer inner peace and dhikr which is remember the remembrance of god and allah people who do not usually pray five times a day at attend uh, or attend mosque puts special emphasize on their religions practice in Ramadan you know Ramadan is like where people really felt something you know grab them to be closer to Allah and they start you know praying saying dua fasting doing nice things some people really stop doing bad things that used to do and other, you know, after Ramadan, they back like like before. Some like completely, they quit their bad habits, and and so so it is something beautiful to live it. So uh, around the world, mosques are busier, especially with the addition to taraweeh prayers uh, that are ahead at night in countries such as like Morocco place like Hussein the second mosque in Casablanca are full in the max and overflow of the wor uh, worshippers extends to the streets um, also I mentioned in my blog about Morocco it's something beautiful especially Casablanca and Sass um, there is the sense of spiritualities in Ramadan being there Throughout the day, Muslims uh, dedicate more of their time to religion um, and the Quran is often read in its entirely. Ramadan is known as the month of giving, being generous, sharing more, like to be so lovely to other people and kind to them. Uh, giving to the charities in Ramadan then 
any other months, and people, you know, prove those who cannot offer enough with meals. It's something like you help the other in this month, like just be one hand to each other, feeling what other people feel. Sometimes, like they saying, the purpose of actually fasting is that you would feel the one who is not like. Being happy in their life, they are not.、Um, they are need something, especially the needing one、uh, people. So that's why is Ramadan is reminding us about them when you fast so much and long hour of time, and then you remember the other people who's really having, you know, these kind of a problem. However.、Uh, Namely, those living in, you know, prove it among other food. This often includes, you know, certain amount of、uh, flour or the cash、uh, equivalent. There's other ways to help them.、Uh, all the spiritualities aside, it has become more difficult to fully include in Ramadan atmosphere on a long summer's day, and for some, the festival is slowly losing its, you know, critical characteristic in a big city's life. You know, sometimes it's changing with time,、um, but it's not that change like the meaning of change. Ramadan still has its own sense. Its own spirituality, but it depends on the people how they would like, you know, to do their own、uh, month、uh, and their own vibe of this month. Life as usual or time to relax. For example, in Rabat, the Morocco capital, the streets are empty during Ramadan. As a country known for its scary animals, even cats trying to hide from the heat of summer sun, cafes and restaurants exact、um, for some fast food chains that、uh, target for the foreigners who come and visit the city, seeing the you know、um, the life of the capital of Morocco. Uh, mostly, it become like a closed.、Uh, the rhythm of the normal blessing city slowly down to the Sainis place. The same goes for the most Muslim majority countries around the world. It, they become closed,、uh, closed from the morning、uh, until before the sunset because most people over there is like fasting. Uh, no one will come to the cafe. No one comes to restaurants. People will be like、uh, either at work or worshiping, reading Quran, doing you know other things, sleeping. Most the people are sleeping during the day. They start wake up in, at two、uh, p.m. Although everything seems to change in Ramadan, there are many who follow their normal routines with work or the, and studying. For them, it's like increasingly difficult to in a mirror, in a mirrors to themselves in all the spiritual and divorce that Ramadan has to offer. Some may simply be too tired after the day's work to attend mosque for the tarawih or read the Quran at home. This is especially the case if you have to wake up early. Always the first week of Ramadan, it's kind of hard because.、Um, You start fasting and you working all the day, and then you come back home and then you start to prepare for the futur, which is to break up your own fast.、Uh, so kind of might be tiring, but after after the week you get used to it and enjoy it.、Um, 
I don't know how to explain to you my joyful during the holy month unless you try it and fast and feel it. For those working or studying full-time, it can be difficult to focus after a day of fasting for anywhere between six until you know between 16 to 20 hours depending on the country before fasting each day muslims have suhoor break down meal in the summer months uh, this is around 3 a.m to 4 a.m and most people will either stay awake until the time or get up for the meal for those who start working early this is can lead to sleep uh, deprivation which co uh, could impact uh, the habits of spirituality if they are unlikely to find the energy to do anything else over the last few years Ramadan has also uh, consulted with the exam periods of high schools and universities especially in Saudi Arabia most of the um, when I was younger, I used to study uh, in Ramadan month, started from 9 until 1. I didn't found it that much harder, uh, but nowadays, from five years ago, there's no longer uh, school in Ramadan, and now the schedule of school is changing. Uh, it should be like a studying for two weeks in Ramadan, and then a break, and then come back for, high, for uh, final exams, but... Um, Mostly, uh, students take their you know final exam in this last month, uh, which is before Ramadan and during Ramadan, and that's all. That's kind of like oh, how gifted they are, this generation. Um, so, uh, taking an exam after an entire day of fasting adds an extra stress. Uh, that's it depends on the person uh, for me I had a summer course when I was a college in Ramadan I didn't feel that much of stress it's something like a very very um, light uh, you can feel it it goes fast but it may be because you're tired when you read and you need to drink coffee tea water juice uh, uh, any soft drink but for people who live in the countryside, there are just as many, you know, temptations and distractions uh, lie longer that may, you know, hinder them from completely embarrassing to the spirit of Ramadan. Some many get up late in the day in order to um, shorten the period of being awake and fasting and therefore feel less uh, strained. As a result, they may not understand and emphasize with the suffering of the boor, which is an uh, objective of the fast. I never ever lived in the countryside, so in that part, I have no idea. Maybe anyone who heard me um, hear my podcast and they living in the, in the countryside might, you know, give us an idea about how is like Ramadan in the countryside be like and how's the spirituality about it and how's like the time over there when you fast is it like a short is it i have no idea the main things always in ramadan is the how many of ramadan tv uh programs there's plenty of them preparing for ramadan and i have no idea what is the purpose of having all the best show are actually uh going to be uh, showing in the Ramadan.
So in Muslims majority countries, especially Arab ones, TV channels run a program specially for the month, knowing that people spend extra time, extra time watching television during the final hours before the breaking of their fast. Some people are also um, uh, drained from not eating or drinking that they simply watch these Ramadan soup operas. Um, a needed Ramadan can easily turn into a month of relaxation and laziness, which also reduces people's productivity, uh, both in the daily uh, routine and spirituality, while the festival should be a time of religious uh, constituency uh, and served as an occasion to reflect on life. All the mess uh, conceptions, especially in the for form of the TV drama, seems to be killing the meaning of the month. Uh, personally, I am not a TV girl. I don't watch TV that much. I'm rarely on TV. Mostly, I'm using my cell phone if I want something, to be honest with you. But I am the person who really likes to listen more than watch. I am always like doing something and listen rather than watch something. So TV for me is not my thing, uh, but seriously, these programs and that drama that is showing in the holy month is killing the spirituality of the month and they change or let's say they shift the meaning of, um, of Ramadan. Uh, so it's like uh, sad for that. However, the compulsion for the boor, fasting in Ramadan should raise awareness and the compassion for the boor who may not have easily access to food and water, while Islam itself advised against the over-endingless, Prophet Muhammad said Muslims should leave a piece of one-third for food, one-third of water and one-third for air. This is not the case of many today. At iftar, when the fast is broken at sunset, a big meal is usually paired for the course. It may be a bit difficult to understand how the boor really feel while set, anticipating and the exact moment you can eat a big meal. Such um, practice might not leave room for the further thought about the meaning and purpose of fasting. Uh, honestly, um, I'm the one who's like against that. Uh, in Ramadan, start you know people start like adding too much in their uh, dining room, like uh, a lot of kind of foods. I don't know why. What is that things? And with the social media, everybody cares about how the table looks like, how many, or let's say, how many kinds I cooked for this day, and then the pictures everywhere, and then post it and, and the showing that thing. I'm against the idea of taking photos of my own food for a personal, you know, uh, thought. Uh, not because I don't want showing any things or like I'm scared of the, you know, um, envying and all of that things. No, it's not my thing, but I just not feel it. That's my thing to take a photo of my own food and stuff like that. So we need to be like so much kind to other people who's really suffering to found their own food, you know, before the spiritual month. And then during the month they are fasting, although they don't can, can't find their own food or to reach it. So 
please be generous and help other and be one hand. Spirituality feeds. Ramadan remains a special time for Muslims, but even in countries like Morocco, it has become harder to follow these traditions and objectives. Fasting requires like a willpower and strength when it considers with the hot summer months. For example, as Saudi Arabia as well, it's very hot during the summer. And I think Ramadan this month, this year, like the first two weeks of Ramadan, and let's say the, th- you know, third, the three weeks of Ramadan will be kind of lovely. And they say there is a sign of a, a rainy days. I hope so. I have an umbrella. I didn't use it. So I need to use it. Um, so it's kind of like, will be hard when you fast and the weather is so hot. So... It is like killing the vibe um, as well as like uh, with the hot summer months and exam periods and a full-time job the space with the reflection and spiritually slowly gets fade by the distractions and the conception while it's needed true that many Muslim focus on their religion they uh, dates strength after the month is over most suddenly have few people in them uh, through the spirit of Ramadan may still uh, young high anger in the air normally life returns quickly then the spiritually feeds as well as with the pandemic that we are in it's kind of like we are not allowed to be that much gathered because a lot of gather that is a sign of high uh, sign of a lot of um, um, coronavirus um, I think that people get it so you need to be that much uh, away from each other for a period of time until everything will be stable as well as I don't know about mosque this year if it will be allowed to have a prayer uh, last Ramadan is like it's kind of completely not Ramadan that we used to it because we didn't hear the taraweeh prayer so it's like oh my god the day this you know especially from 8 let's say 7.30 to 8, then you hear the, um, the Taraweeh prayers and the Quran uh, reverse and all of that. It makes you feel like, yes, this is Ramadan, but last year it wasn't that all of that. So I don't know about that Ramadan, but I hope everything will be okay. And please be productive um, uh, and stay away from, you know, um, each other for a while uh, so life will be like normal like before and be safe uh, uh, follow all the instruction for being uh, you know away from all that that virus that we are in right now however I hope your Ramadan will be easy and breezy and lovely and I hope you enjoy it from the first until the last day thank you